How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal, as always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Yep, I am here. I am ready to get a little retribution. Mm. I'm ready for a huge weekend of sports. Welcome to week five. We've officially five. made it. Um, we're, we're cruising through this thing. Um, we're a month in. We're, we're now over a month in. Uh, we've hit October. Um, which feels weird, which like Halloween is in a month and I haven't even thought about a costume or anything like that. So I don't know what really? I'm going to be. Um, you could borrow Halloween my Maverick costume that I just wore the other day. To a I did see that. You, party. But but I feel like that you, you should keep that one because I, you know, that one, that one you pulled off really well. That was I one of the off. best I've seen in a while. Probably the best since Gru. Remember when you were Gru? That was yes. a good one. That was this a good one, one. This one looked good. I mean, you you looked yeah. just like I looked the part. Uh, Tom Cruise. Well, I I did the military haircut, did the high fade, mm. you know, had the glasses going, had the jumpsuit. I I felt I felt Maverick. I nice. really did. Nice. So. Um, but Halloween's still a ways away. What we have today on today's episode is week five, where we'll get to preview uh the NFL games. I did take a lead in the pickums. Or going into this week, um, I believe it is a one-game lead. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. So, very good. Very good. We are going to keep that lead this week. I'm very confident. There are, are some th th This week, there's some games that, you know, I'm feeling maybe the dogs come out once again. Mm. I, we know we went with mm. a lot of dogs um, a week ago. I think the dogs might continue this week. So, hopefully, we'll have differing picks as well. Um, we'll get maybe. into some college football games. There's some good ones there. Um, and talk a little bit about fantasy because I want to talk about some trades I made this week. Going into week five, a lot of my teams, you know, summer, there's one that looks great that I that I made a trade because of my depth. Uh, one that that uh, and, and and a couple that I'm that I'm making some desperation trades to get some new guys. So I'll talk and, a little bit about that as well. And, and three things on my end. One, I have a sleep another sleeper for you. I, okay. I gave you De Devon Achen, you know, before the season, so I got another one. All right, and then. And then number two, uh, isn't it amazing? I mean, no, we're not going to talk baseball, but all of the first rounds ended last night, all 2-0 yep. sweeps. Every, everyone was a 2-0 sweep. And it's crazy. the Rays, I can't believe, went out sad. Like, they really always do. I feel like they always have a good team, and they can't win at all. So They started the season 13-0 and and couldn't so, win a playoff game. Crazy. Couldn't, couldn't and then lastly, game. and this might be the funniest thing, did you see the meme going around? For the Madden 25 cover with Taylor Swift on it? Uh, yes. It's a great <laughs> Come on. one. That's hysterical. One. I love but, it. But, you know, there is a point where the memes just, like, you're laughing. But are we really yeah. laughing? Like, the Taylor Swift stuff needs to, like, calm down because it's getting so annoying. It's so, does, like, yeah. I'm laughing, but, like, can we please stop showing her after every play of every yeah. game that she's at? And And listen, you know, I can – certainly understand where you know that other podcasts are out there and that there's good ones out there and i love new heights with the mm -hmm. two kelsey brothers my new favorite person is jason kelsey's wife yeah kelsey she's funny or uh, kelly whatever her name is. she mm -hmm. is hysterical that is a great I, podcast they're very I, they're good together yeah i would rather listen to her than taylor swift or constantly pan on taylor swift all day yeah, i agree with that all right let's get into these games this week let's get into it let's run it starting with the college games that we preview Every week to start the show, um, we're looking at ranked, ranked matchups, undefeated matchups. There's a couple this week. Obviously, the biggest one is the Red River rivalry, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, 5-0, 5-0, oh, oh, 
two teams that are college football playoff material teams, um, great quarterbacks, mm-hmm. great offenses. Um, one team who I think defense is going to win this game, I think that's Texas. Um, I think being mm-hmm. at home, their defense is better than Oklahoma. Even though Oklahoma's defense has improved this year. Remember, it used to be their Achilles heel. I don't think it's as that bad this year. Yep. I think they have pass rushers. I think they've improved on that front. But Texas has shown on both sides of the ball um, that they are a, a championship caliber team. And the way that uh, that 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 Ewing played um, last week, um, Ewers played a three twenty, another three hundred yard game. Um, you know, threw for a touchdown. And Jalen Brooks, man, we talked uh, Jonathan Brooks. We talked about the guy that uh, has has led Bijan's legacy has just gone, you know, insane to start this year. He's just a running machine, averaged 10 yards on Kansas. He won't average 10 yards on Oklahoma this week, but I do think they can run the ball as well on them at home. Texas has plans that I think are bigger than Oklahoma's this year. Looking at Oklahoma's schedule, um, they don't play another ranked team after Texas here, so this might be their season on the line. It is. Oh, um, 100%. Definitely looks that way. Dylan Gabriel is going to have to play out of his mind. He's played unbelievable so far this year, but I'm going with the Ewers and Texas and that defense to win. So the Red River rivalry is always a fun game, right? No matter if the teams are good or not good. I can't remember the last time it was with two undefeated teams, right? right. I mean, th- this is 5-0 and versus 5-0. and Look, we know Dylan Gabriel well. He, he pl- played for UCF. We, we saw the talent. He certainly reminds us very much of Tua Tagovailoa, you know, kind of 2.0, same build, same size, same lefty thrower, you know, uh just really he you know has has such a nice touch on a yeah. on a deep He just ball. has a great touch. He, he just great touch. He, he he he's accurate. Uh he has the arm. Um yep. you know, he's he's just great at finding the open receiver and just delivering a bullet in there and that's what he's done yep. no matter where he's played. It, and and Andrell Anthony, the transfer from Michigan, is playing unbelievable as as his number one wide receiver. So th- they can't run the ball, Oklahoma. That that's going to be their Achilles heel. It is always on Gabriel to go out there and throw the ball forty times, throw for four hundred yards. And I just think, like you said, they're going up against the best defense they're going to play all year. And on the other side of the equation, I don't see any reason that texas doesn't put up 35 points yeah i totally agree so i think that it does maybe get to that high scoring but texas is going to score on over 30 for sure um in this one so i like that i'll lay the five and a half yeah i definitely will as well um Mm -hmm. looking at the other noon game that is interesting is maryland ohio state both you know undefeated still maryland has been a little bit of a under the radar story. They're not ranked. They haven't played anyone up to par that would get them ranked. Obviously this would, um, but yeah. they've played a lot of home games. They've played the bottom of the big 10. They've taken care of Michigan state and Indiana. Like, I don't think they're going to compete with Ohio state, but this is going to be a good game. 19 and a half. I'm looking at the spread. I'd lean more yeah. toward Ohio state on this. I don't think this is a game that Maryland has a chance of winning, but they've been, they've been impressive with, with Tua's mm-hmm. brother. Um, with uh, with Talia and how he's been playing, thirteen touchdowns, um, almost fifteen hundred yards. They've ran the ball well, as you know, they're, they're a dual threat offense. Um, but I don't think that they pose that much of a threat uh, to a team that has Marvin Harrison, uh, McBuka, Henderson. Like I think Ohio State's offense cruises in this one. Do they allow some points? Yeah, I like this over a lot. I think both teams can score. Um, but Ohio State 
after their Notre Dame game was, you know, that win was impressive, especially defensively. And I don't think that this team, again, is going to, as much as I think they're maybe a little overrated and I'm not a believer in McCord, I don't think a threat, you know, opposes them until they get to Penn State and then obviously Michigan, you know, last week. 100% agree that Ohio State is going to win this game. I am absolutely taking the 19 and a half points. I think it's outrageous. Outrageous. Yep. Right? Michigan has played really well. They destroyed Indiana. They destroyed Michigan State. They destroyed Virginia. Right? This is a team offensively that is moving the ball with ease. And listen, there is nothing about Ohio State that has impressed me this year to the point where I think that they are unstoppable. This is a team that will win the game. This yep. is a this is a game that will be under two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I love the spread. I'm taking Maryland all the way. All right. So with go the with the Maryland spread, but we're both, you know, not saying anything crazy. There. I don't think they're gonna upset Ohio State in Ohio State. All right, that works. Um another ranked Kentucky, Georgia, both undefeated. Uh five and oh, five and oh, Kentucky handled Florida. You know, Georgia has escaped some games in Mm -hmm. SEC play so far. You know, South Carolina, they were down a half. They won. Auburn was losing back and forth. But Brock Bowers had an incredible game. Is this the one? Is is Kentucky that that sort of team? Uh, 14 and a half. Georgia at home. You know, this team hasn't lost in God knows how long. Uh, I, I think this team with Carson Beck, um, is always a liability to lose. They're they're the number one team in the country mm-hmm. for a reason of their dominance last two years. But I don't think they're the best team in the country. I think this team has a loss. Eventually, mm-hmm. they play Missouri, they play Florida, they play Ole Miss, they play Tennessee. Like this isn't the cupcake SEC schedule Georgia's had. They don't have as demanding as a, of a defense. Their quarterback isn't as good as in the past. Like I think a loss is coming. I don't think it's a Kentucky at home. Um, I know mm-hmm. Leary is someone that people talk about as. You know, an NFL quarterback, um, I, I have, a, you know, sort of my doubts on that. This is going to be on Ray Davis, man. He had 280 cool. yards and three touchdowns. They're able to run the ball like they did against Florida yeah. here. You'll have yourself a game. Um, I think Georgia's defense is a little better than that. So I will take Georgia to win. But 14 and a half, they have, they've, they've won both SEC games by, by you know, 10 or less. I'll take, mm-hmm. I'll take Kentucky to cover. I think it's a closer game, but Georgia will prevail. No, I'm 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 on the same narrative, right? I mean, do you know Ray, do you know what Ray Davis is um, averaging? You know, in terms of a game, like 120 yards, eight touchdowns. This is in four games. Like he's on pace to have like the most ridiculous season in Kentucky history. He's the real deal. I think he's you know a top five, top seven running back going into the NFL. But this Kentucky team uh, is not going to be able to hold up here. You know, yep. this is – Larry's a nice quarterback. At, at the end of the day, I think Georgia's starting to figure it out. I think the Auburn was a little bit of an overlook. I think that Georgia is not only going to win the game, I am going to lay the 14 and a half. All right. I think Kentucky's a fraud. All right. So you think Kentucky's a bigger fraud than I think they are. But anyway, yep. we both have Georgia winning. And then the last game we'll talk about is our ranked primetime game is Notre Dame yet again in a ranked game. Um, against yep. Louisville at Louisville. Um, the spread is six and a half. They beat Duke at Duke last week and they won, uh, didn't, or they did end up covering that spread on the last yep. touchdown. So yep. look, Louisville this week, when you look at two weeks from now, two weeks from now is USC. Um, they can't afford to lose this game. They have to go into that USC game with that only loss being Ohio state. 
Um, this is a game where I expect Sam Hartman to play how he's played. Um, and I expect their offense to be a little more, you know, uh, congealed. I, I think they, they have a more complete game. Offensively, they haven't had complete games in their first two ranked matchups. Um, you know, Ohio State, they only scored 14 points. Uh, that, only, that was only in the second half. Duke, yep. they, they waited a while to score um, a touchdown in that game. Like, they need to have a better plan going into this offensively. Uh, when I look at Louisville and who they beat, you know, they beat NC State by three. That's really much, you know, it. They destroyed I, I think this is a overrated ranked team by, you know, just them being 5-0. and um, and, and I think that Hartman and Estime have a very good game offensively. I like Notre Dame to win by a lot in this one. Yeah, I, I don't understand the spread. I, I think Louisville is so overranked, you know, overall. I don't, like, Jake Plummer is an okay quarterback. Um or Jack Plummer, whatever the name is. Uh, this is a Notre Dame team that is going to smother Louisville. Yeah, smother. And Estime is going to run like he's going out of style. I absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind Estime will go over 100 yards. There's no doubt in my mind Hartman will have two touchdowns. And there's no doubt in my mind that Notre Dame will win by more than a touchdown. All right. That works with me. So that is the college games. We agree on all those. Not anything crazy happening this week but you never no, know but i love the 19 and a half points i'm i i really do i think does, maryland uh, getting 19 and a half is, does ucf a get their first win um big 12 win the spread has flipped all the way from kansas minus four to now ucf is favored to win the game so does that actually happen this week is is Plumley playing i think i think he returns this week obviously there's you know with college like you never know for sure but if he's healthy he's gonna play and he's gonna start so I think Listen, the, the spread's kind of telling that. UCF should be 2-0 and in the Big 12. They're 0-2 because of horrific coaching and horrific play in the fourth quarter. Mm. If they could just play the normal game for fucking 60 minutes, yes, they should destroy Kansas. All right. So we're both on. on I, I don't know if I'm on I'm on the board that they should destroy them, but I, I just want to win. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> they, Gus Malzahn gets extended to today after two yeah, was Big that? 12 losses. Like, they just got to get a win. Dude, he got extended to 2027, and yep. he got a, a raise. We, yeah. We've lost the last two games in horrific fashion, and he gets a raise. Why doesn't that happen at my job? Right. It sucks. I didn't get a raise the world, today. The, word's not, the world is and, not there. And by the way, I sucked today at work, and I didn't get a raise. Wow. I'm sorry. Just like you. You need a hug? Yeah. Yeah, I do need a hug. <laughs> All right. No hugs are here. We're actually going to go at it. Um, with the NFL picks. All right, it's time for um, me to I have take a feeling, you down. Like I said, we had six different last week. I don't think it's yeah. six this week. I'm going with four. Okay. That's my prediction going into this one. I think, that's, one. A, I think lock, that's a solid number. Our locks of the week have been very strong so yes, far. Yes, I have. Um, I, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle was a, a huge lock. Giants looked terrible could, on Monday night. Their offensive could, could line we just say one sucks. Thing? 11 sacks? 11? When's the last time you heard a team have 11 sacks? It know. got to the point where it was so embarrassing, and there's memes and all kinds of gifs and everything out there yeah. about it. But literally, they didn't even try anymore. And, and mean, then Evan Neal goes off on like all of his, you know, oh, fans don't booing. Even, don't even get me started. Please don't it's, get me started I, on Evan. The Neal. Giants are terrible. I, look, terrible. I am all. I'm. I'm the the person that will be out there for you know athlete mental health and and being there for you know treating athletes like people. Um, yeah. That's all me, but. I mean, when you go out there and perform like he did, and then to, to say the comments he did, to call the fans, you know, sheeps, and you're flipping yeah. burgers and hot dogs, man, these fans are paying hundreds of dollars to go see you play, and you play like that, 
they and they you're have the, millions. They have the the right to boo you as a team. Yes. What the Giants did on Monday night, they have the right to boo the team. Now That's they don't right. have the right to go in your DMs and start you know calling you slurs nope. and and names. That's not what I'm talking about. But to boo Correct. you. Hell yeah, they have every right to do that. One hundred percent. So that's, that's right. That, that's Evan just... Neal, grow a pair of balls. I and actually, you know what? Hey, maybe when you grow the pair of balls, also grow a pair of you know, you know what, to actually block somebody. He is I, the worst yeah. right tackle in awful. football. He's been so bad. So it's Terrible. been it's been hard to watch that offensive line, and Daniel Jones looks just totally no, it's, regressed. It's back actually, to... awesome to watch, dude. I love every second of it. All right, let's talk about this week, though. We start with Thursday night, obviously, um, with this coming out Friday. We'll be either really right or really wrong. It's a great matchup of the Bears and the great Commanders. Matchup. Great matchup. You said on that Thursday was a straight face. <laughs> the Bears 0-4. They should have got their first win last week, but obviously the Commanders um, have been 2-2. Two two. They've lost two in a row. They should have gotten a win as well over the Eagles. Um, they should have they... went for two, but that's a whole different problem. So two teams that should have won last week, but you got an known four Bears team that is on the tank fest with their Carolina pick and their pick as well. That fest will continue with the Commanders win. Um, this Bears team right now has one sack through four games. One sack. Uh, Wait, they have no pass worse. rush. Their corners still remain out um, with injury. Sure. I think Sam Howell really showed that he can battle. He can battle with the best in the league, man. And mm -hmm. he showed that against Hurts, and he really had his best game um, of the season last game against the Eagles and he's going to have a field day throwing all over this Bears team he really got on target with McLaurin um, so you can make you know McLaurin a definite starter this week and a favorable matchup and obviously yep. Brian Robinson has commanded that starting role at running back so love those three in a good fantasy matchup against the Bears um, but I think Fields in this one is going to be forced to run the ball the commanders are going to be after him um, so maybe Fields is a good fantasy start as well with, you know, he might have one of those games where he goes for a hundred rushing yards in this Look, one. Until, so that's really until all he got, it. until he got sacked and fumbled the ball, he was playing phenomenal last week. Yeah. You know, so you kind of felt like he turned a corner and, and lived up to his, let me just play my game and don't throw too many things into my head, you know, speech from the week before the bears defense. Are you ready for this stat? It's now 15 straight games that they've given up 24 points or more. That's been bad. It's just bad. It's bad. it's bad. it's bad. And listen, I agree with you. The commanders are going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. No. I like all the things that you said in terms of people. The one person that I'm kind of on the fence about was, do we take the performance of Khalil Herbert last week as a sign that no. they're finally going to him and stopping this 50-50 thing with Roshan Johnson? No. And maybe that Khalil Herbert is a good flex start? I, I don't think so. I would sit Herbert. I think you're reading into a game that was, you know, close and they actually had a lead. So they were running the ball with him. I don't mm -hmm. think that's going to be the case in this game. So I would sit him. I think it was an anomaly game. I still don't think this team has a consistent running game where he's okay. able to be, you know, to start. However, injuries, I know, play a factor and you might not have a choice. Yeah, but well, I have to play him because of injuries and buys. So I'm kind exactly. of hoping that you're wrong. So I'm playing him over Dalvin Cook, if that's your question. Yes, 100%. Before we, we move on, um, I wanted to break down these two trades that I made this sure. week in fantasy um, because me. I knew I would get to them. Um, I made some some trades. Um, I'm My best team, 3-1 and one, um, in one of my friend's leagues, 
I, I, I was looking at the team. I'm very, I was very deep, deep at running back, deep at wide receiver. Um, you know, had McLaurin and Hopkins on my bench. Um, had you know Saquon on my on my bench because he's been hurt, and I've still been winning with my running backs Jeez. who were you know Isaiah Pacheco and Jameer Gibbs. Um, Is there like so, six people in this league? No, no, no. This was just a league that I drafted very well in. Um, okay. CeeDee Lamb's Who's my wide receiver. Who's your quarterback in this league? CeeDee Lamb's my wide receiver one. I've, I have Dak and, and Geno Smith there. So I've been, I've been okay. usually starting Geno. He's been pretty good for me this week. I, mm-hmm. I have Stroud going because I don't like the matchup mm-hmm. with Dak. So, yeah, very deep. Evan Ingram at tight end. Um, and I wanted to make a move with the depth to really go hit, for it to get just hit that me star with player. Um, you, I ended up fleece? trading my wide receiver to DK Metcalf because I was confident in CeeDee Lamb um, and Saquon. Got rid of okay. Saquon. I, I, I just, after that performance, looking at that offensive line, I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with this, with this guy and, and this offense. I think it's broken. Sure. I'll, I'll go with Pacheco. Um, was able to get Brees Hall in a separate deal, and I have Jameer Gibbs. So I think Brees yep. Hall, Jameer Gibbs, one of them is going to produce, and Pacheco's been very strong. Yep. So I go with DK Metcalf and Saquon Barkley, and I'm able to pick up Mr. Devontae Adams um, what? for those two. I love wow. that trade, right? Wow, I love that trade, Send too. Send it to someone he, you know, who was deep at wide receiver, um, had no running backs, was literally starting Dalvin Cook you know, this week. Like He had to pick up somebody. So I give him Saquon, I give him DK back, and I'm a, I'm, now I have a team with CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams on it, and I'm very and, happy about that. And you know what's going to be really awesome? In a week or two, when he's playing for Dallas or KC. Ooh, now that I would love. Now that I would love. So hopefully, That's a good trade, buddy. That, I like that, it. I like the trade like, a lot. I, I like, like the that trade a lot. A lot as well. I'll tell you mm-hmm. one more. Maybe you won't like this one as much. This one okay. I'm not doing so hot. Team has not produced. Um, I, my wide You're receivers desperate. are Waddle and Olave, and those guys just haven't been able to get it done. Eckler is also on this team, and he's been hurt. Mm. So it's been very hard. Um, with this, I have a chain in there, but I, I decided to use him and Alave as some bait to make a deal that could just end up, end up making me the worst team in the league. But went and, traded, went and traded Devin a chain and Chris Alave and got Jamar Chase. Um, I, I understand how you may be disappointed in that. And Oof. there wasn't, look, I wasn't getting offered Devontae Adams for those two, and I wasn't getting offered CeeDee Lamb. Um, I went for Jamar Chase because T. Higgins is out. These next couple of weeks, the Bengals are... He might even be out this week. The Bengals have some some favorable matchups, I don't know, <laughs> these upcoming weeks. And, Listen, and they, they got to get it somewhat together, especially at I, least fantasy-wise. They don't even have to win. Just throw the ball to Jamar. I, I, I think you gave up a lot for Jamar in the sense that you gave up two players that I still think are going to have dynamic full seasons. I, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think Devon Aitchin is is starting to become the go-to guy, you know, and I think that you're going to find that Mostert, um, who hasn't played a full season in God knows how long, um, probably is going to be a secondary guy. Mm. Yeah, this guy's got juice. He's got, he's young, he's got juice and, and, and he's just playing at an unbelievable pl- uh, pace. And then on Chris Olave, I still think he's going to have a, a phenomenal rest of the season. They yeah. just got to get their quarterback situation right, and and Carr's got to be right. And but hey, look, I understand the chance. I, I I wouldn't have made that trade, but you know, like when you're one and three, you you, you do some crazy crap. Yeah, I uh, I, I agree. So we'll, we'll see how it pans out. I still got Waddle there. I'm hoping he turns it around, and Eckler still, if he comes back, will be my. That's why I'm confident in my running backs because he'll be there. So I don't know. We'll we'll see there. 
if uh, if it works out for me. But I had to do I had to make some type of move. What 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 do you think about this trade? I I proposed this trade in our big money league. Yeah. Um. I proposed. Uh. Hold on. I'm gonna. I gotta pull it up exactly because I don't want to screw it up here. Uh. It was. Pull it up. Pull it up. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. It's coming right now. So all right. So my my proposed trade was Joe Burrow, Sky Moore, and Jaleel McLaughlin for Juju Smith-Schuster, Tua, and Saquon. Oof. One more time. One more time for me, so I can just. Okay. So basically, Burrow. Yeah. For, Burrow for Tua, Sky Moore for Juju, and McLaughlin for Barkley. Trying to upgrade my running backs for the long term. No one's no one's accepting that. He's not going to take that. Is come he? on. What, what <laughs> are we doing here? I, I thought I heard it like right. And then I was like, no, I heard it wrong. Like, come on. What are we doing? Is he just going to give up Saquon for, for a bag of chips? Saquon's still going to come back and be a good running back. I, dude, I'm one and three and falling apart here in my big league. My other league, I'm solid. I love my team in my other league. But in in our big league, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling. All right, moving on. Jaguars, Bills, let's go. Moving yeah, on to different. the London game. Let's keep it going. Let's go with yeah. a little speed run here. Jags, Bills, 930 in the morning. Again, the Jaguars don't lose in London until this game. The Bills have been <laughs> on a roll, man, and yeah. the Jags haven't looked strong. And I'm not really anticipating the Jags just because they're in London to play this team very well. I think the Bills are on a roll, and they found offensively what works, and that's James Cook is their starting running back, um, and Diggs and, and Gabe are, are just clicking right now. And when we've seen... Yeah. When this offense ro- rolls and when Josh Allen is on, they, this team can go on a streak. They can go on a run. Um, and I don't think any defense can stop them, especially a Jags defense that's been bottom 10 to start this year. Um, they're yep. going to have a rough, rough day dealing with the Bills' threats um, on the offensive side of the ball. But I think Trevor Lawrence is going to come back and, and have you know a game that, that sort of battles Allen. Um, again, I think the Bills win this, and I like them minus 5.5. Um, I like Christian Kirk in this game a lot. Notre Davius White, Calvin Ridley has been targeted less and less. And Christian Kirk, remember a season ago, we all said it was a bad signing. They overpaid and he had a great season there. Um, I think that he is coming into this saying, hold on, don't forget about me. I'm still the number one wide receiver on this. So I really like Christian Kirk um, to be the the lead wide out for the Jags again. Um, But the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, the Bills are going to win this game. I I think the Bills are going to win this game easily. I think the Jaguars have some problems. You know, offensively, it, it, it doesn't look 100% right. For some reason, Travis Etienne cannot run between the tackles. You know, they don't throw him the ball, which is where he does his most biggest damage. They're not using Ridley. Something's, something's off about this team. Trevor's, Trevor Lawrence throws the ball to Evan Ingram and Kirk every freaking play. Yep. So if you have those two guys, you're, you're, you're solid. And on the Bills side, I just think you're seeing Stefan Diggs is, is on pace to have a unreal season. They nobody can cover this guy. I find yeah. it absolutely amazing. Gabe Davis looks good. I'm telling you, Dalton Kincaid every week starting to look more and more like part of the offense. He's going to emerge. And and I just I really like this Buffalo team. Just mark my words, man. Mark I'm my not, words. I can't get I didn't say this Kincaid. week. I just said we're going to get there where he is going to be a major player. Uh, I can't get on the Kincaid wagon with you there but i do like the bills and how they're clicking um we move on to the one o'clock games texans falcons texans been on a roll and i'm rolling with the texans man and you're rolling with stroud 
and I'm rolling with Stroud. I like the fantasy matchup. The Falcons in you know the last couple of weeks have been offensively terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get that they're at home in this. They can run the ball. I do like Bijan to have success against the Texans. He's going to come back Definitely. after a little a couple of weeks of hiatus here. So mm-hmm. love the Bijan play to get back on track. What He's actually hiatus. another guy I'm working on a trade with right now. Someone will give him up. So I, that's mm-hmm. why I like the play. I like him bouncing back these next couple of weeks. Um, yep. So, look, in this one, the Texans have just been too hot offensively. Um, I think the Falcons defense is good. I don't think it's as good as people are, like, hyping them up to be. I think they have solid players. But, man, Stroud hasn't been phased. And I don't think this is the defense that's going to phase him. Um, I really well, love Nico Collins and Dell and what they've yep. done, you know, with him. I think both of them are starts. Nico Collins is almost a wide receiver <laughs> one at this point. Um, the way he's been playing and Dell is definitely a flex option that I think you have to start as long as this offense is hot and he's throwing for 300 yards a game you got to start both of them there um my only other one is Damian Pierce yeah at this I like point, him a lot I don't I don't know no I, I do I don't really I, like him a lot I think this I team do. is so confident in Stroud I would actually sit Damian Pierce this week he popped up on the injury report it, it again buys and injuries with running running back he's fine you might have to start him no. But I'm. I, I, if you got better options, I'd sit him. No, I think Damian Pierce is definitely a start. I, I, I think he finally got going last week. And then secondly, both tackles are back for the Texans, right? So you got Lowry Tunsil coming back, and you got your other guy, whatever his name is, uh, escaping me at the moment. But mm-hmm. uh, this offensive line is going to be intact for the first time all year. Th- this offense is going to cook. Yeah, I, I really like Houston this week. All right, so we both go with the underdog in Houston. I figured that would be a popular pick amongst us, and they are mm-hmm. a popular pick amongst the fans, too. It looks like they're the majority, even though they are underdogs against the Falcons. Panthers-Lions. Will this be the first time you take the, the Lions this year against the 0-4 Panthers? They're 10-point favorites. Uh, they are one of the biggest favorites of the week. And, yeah, they're going to you know beat the Panthers. This you know team is just going to get ravaged by this Lions offense, you know, both sides. I think if there's any game where Gibbs can have a coming out party, it can be, you know, him and Montgomery having successful fantasy days. Um, mm-hmm. And and they have right now a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy, the best tight end in fantasy with Laporta having a great start to the year. Like, I just think offensively, even if the Lions don't keep up defensively what they've been doing and the pressure that they've been bringing, uh, the Lions should just, be outscoring teams, especially like the Panthers. Hundred so, percent. I'll take. I was that. gonna. I, I was gonna make a, a lot. I was going to make this comment like I am taking the big upset with Carolina just to, for shits and giggles, but I can't mm-hmm. even. I can't even do it with a straight face. This is yeah. going to be an easy win. All right, we go both go. The, the one thing there. about the Lions though is is I I would really hold off on Jamison Williams. You know, yeah, until too. you see I start this him. guy start doing something. There's no reason because it's going to be, be very easy. hard. To, first of all, the guy has one catch in his career. Second of all, you know, he uh, it's really hard for me to think that they're going to take Josh Reynolds off the field the way he's playing. Yeah. You know, so I, I would hold off on Jameson. Yeah, just keep him on the bench. If, I'm sure everyone's picked mm-hmm. him up. So just see what kind of role is involved with him. Titans, Colts, we get an AFC South. The return of Jonathan Taylor. Two middle-of-the-pack teams. Is he playing, though? Is he? He's I playing. Mean, he is. Yes, he's playing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, like, what is what is Jonathan Taylor's role going to be? Is he just going to come back in and, and he's going to be fine and he's going to start and they're going to give him 25 handoffs right now? Yes. I mean, he doesn't even want to yes. play for the team, but he did no. say, I'm, I'm here right now. My number one thing is to take care of my teammates with the city needs and win a championship. So, yes, 
He is going to play. But Zach Moss is making it very hard to take Zach Moss off the field. So I think they ease Jonathan Taylor back. I think they go 50-50 on the carries. But Jonathan Taylor will play. All right. Are you starting Jonathan Taylor? I think you have to just on the notion that what happens if he starts getting going? He's been sitting on uh, most teams. He's been sitting on your bench and you've been waiting to start him. Yes. And if he's playing, I think you have I, to. You got to play. You got to play him. It's you got to play him a, and n- knowing that Shane Steichen is going to get him the ball. It's not a favorable matchup in terms of you guys to play the no. Titans and that stack True. line. Um, I think this is a low scoring game. Um, I think both defenses come to play. Um, you like the I under 43? Yeah, I like the under there. I'll take the Titans in a close one. I liked how they played last week. Um, They were dominant on both sides of the ball, and they got Derrick Henry going. Um, I think that they, you know, the Titans are slowly finding out here what they have to do to win. Um, I think Indianapolis is not a team um, that's going to prohibit Henry from getting going, and once they get that going, they can really rely on their defense to stop. Uh, the Colts, and they're going to want to run the ball. I like the Titans to to play better defensively in this game and, and get a close win. Yeah, I, I, I'm I actually agreeing with you with the Titans. So uh, sorry to burst what you thought might be one of them. Yeah, uh, I did like also what I saw last week. They actually started throwing the ball at DeAndre Hopkins. You saw Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears really dominating, both running and catching on the backfield. My My... My RIP Derrick Henry is is I am fully taking it back. I am man enough Thank to you. say Thank you. I made a mistake. Derrick Henry is not dead. Derrick Henry is not declining. Derrick Henry is not old. Derrick Henry is going to run all over the Indianapolis Colts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It feels good that you need to. Uh, Had to get that, that, that off my you, chest. That you were able to say that. We move on to Giants yes. Dolphins, the biggest spread of the week and I don't think it's big enough. This should be more like a 16 17 point spread. I th- I'm I'm saying it right now. This is my lock of the week for the 12 and a half. Dude, that's my lock of the week with the spread. Yeah. It's the easiest pick you it's could possibly make. It's the easiest. And it's my knockout pick, pick too. 40 on this team and they probably aren't going to allow 10. It's a mixture of just an awful team that the Giants have, um, they've regressed so much since last season. It's such yeah. a sad sight to see, not really. And um, but you could start I'm making another bold prediction. Single Big bold prediction. Yeah. 30 points for both Hill and Waddle. Wow. So you're going with the passing attack on this one. I would love a yep. Waddle coming out party, and I think this is the game that definitely you know looks to happen. But Saquon back is about the only guy... Uh, you can start on the Giants, but the Dolphins have a field day offensively and just completely crushed them. Yes. And with Jalen Phillips coming back on defense, they should be having about eight sacks. Yeah. All right. Let's go uh, to Saints-Patriots. Love the Saints in this one. The Patriots lost Christian Gonzalez um, and Matthew <laughs> Judon almost for the basically indefinitely, but it might be for the year. Both some serious yep. injuries. Um, that's their two best players on defense. Yep. So defense. They got J.C. Jackson back. Yeah, they tra- in yeah, a trade with the that? Chargers, like a six round pick for JC Jackson. I don't even know what is going on with him. Um, yeah. But look, Kamara back for the Saints. I think their QB worries are a little hindered um, with him coming back. He he, he he helps whatever their QB situation is with short passes, and they're going to definitely get him more of a, a rushing bo- sure. uh, workload. The Patriots short just, passes. Just lost- 
short passes, 10 for what, or 11 for 13 31 or whatever for 33. 13 for 33. That's, That's insane. I've never seen that before. Yeah. But if, if New Orleans, you know, is going to get back on track here um, after two straight losses, they got to run the ball with Kamara. They have to run the ball because it's just not been great with Derek Carr throwing it so far. So mm-hmm. I anticipate they'll be able to run it against the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots will get blown out as bad as they did last week, but I like the Saints a lot to win. This is where you're going to regret giving Olave up. He's going to go for mm-hmm. 25 plus points this week. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it going to be a Saints win. I really feel like the Patriots season is over. I think the Mac Jones experience is going to end here in the next week or two. It will become the Bailey Zappi show for the rest of the year. And this is going to be not his last year, but he's going to really consider Bill Belichick, whether he wants to keep doing this or not. All right. So we both go with the Saints there. Again, nothing different so far. So maybe my predictions are off. Raven Steelers here at Pittsburgh, uh, Kenny Pickett says he will be playing Sunday after uh, well, that crazy? a nasty in- knee injury. I thought he was going to be gone for like five weeks. And I know, he's but back. thank God he's fine. Um, so they have their starting quarterback still. Um, I don't know. I look at this one, yes. Anything can happen in the NFC North. We've seen this plenty of times where, you know, an undermanned Steelers team or a not as good Steelers team can beat the Ravens. I don't think it happens in this one. The Ravens are playing very good. Lamar had an excellent game. Um, throwing the ball, running the ball, had two on the ground, two through the air. Mark the pass to Mark Andrews is being talked mm-hmm. about all week. It was so mm-hmm. nice. Um, I think the Ravens are clicking. They're getting healthy. Um, I know you're going to talk about a certain player on the Ravens, um, but I just like how they're playing. And this is the team I I envisioned in this season. You know, winning this division, uh, they're going to have to. I, I believe they'll win five of these divisional games, and they got to get one here um, as they beat the Steelers. Yeah. Well, there's no question they're going to beat the Steelers. The Steelers, I just think, are garbage. Without Deontay Johnson, without Pat Fryermuth. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's just bad, right? I mean, they're throwing the ball to Calvin, whatever his name is, Anthony. Calvin Austin. Calvin Calvin Austin. Austin, Yeah. I mean, that that, it's just, ooh, it's awful. Um, You're right. I'm going to talk about a guy. I gave you Devon Achen before the season started. I call it the super sleeper. You looked at me like I had six heads on, you know, backwards. You were like, super sleeper? What the hell? You want me to put him on my bench? Now everybody's (laughs) like owns him in every league, right? The next one that you want to stash now because he's coming off IR is is Keaton Mitchell. Okay. The East Carolina running back is going to be the big stud on Baltimore now that he's coming out of his injured reserve. This guy was a great running back in college. Yep. Wait till you see him. Watch his tape. It's awesome. Like he is a five foot eight, five foot nine, two hundred pound juggernaut with speed. I'm I'm, I'm not a Gus uh, Johnson fan or Gus, Gus Edwards, Edwards fan. I'm not a Justice Hill fan. This guy is going to become what DK Dobbins should have been. You're, what's with the names? J.K. Dobbins. Let's get let's get the names. Come on, okay. it's been a rough day. I told you it's been a rough week, rough day. Just give me ca- catch me a break, man. You're, just take you're my take, pick up Keaton Mitchell. I'm not. I picked him up. Mitchell, I picked him up this weekend. We'll I picked him up this week in one of my leagues. I'm telling you, pick him up again. If it's as bad as you have to pick up Keaton Mitchell to play him at your running backs, then you're just screwed anyway. So I'm not that yep. screwed at running backs. Thank wow. God, I have the injuries. Wow. Haven't really. I I don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. With the pick of the year, oh really? I, we'll have to see. I don't. It's not going to be like a chain, so don't get. Oh, it's not, will it? Why? Because you were so like, oh, you know that your a chain pick is such a great one. <laughs> I 
All right. Moving on. Eagles, Rams, 4 o'clock. Um, Eagles looking uh, like a kind of fraudulent 4-0 team. Every game has been very close. Their defense hasn't looked good. And the Rams get Cooper Cup back this week. So they're going to have playing? a lot to deal with. I'm taking Philly, but it ain't a confident Philly pick. Um, this Rams team is going to give them everything they got. Puka Nakua, having, having Cooper Cup back in Kyron Williams, this offense looks lethal. Um, mm-hmm. And if they can get this offense rolling with Nakua and Cooper Cup rolling, it's going to be tough to stop. And the Eagles could be in for a whooping on, on that you know offense because their secondary has been terrible. Their pass defense... Mm-hmm is horrific but again offensively Hertz just has all, all all the time in the world um and and the way they're running with swift and his connection with brown and and smith allows their offense to just give you a guaranteed 20 25 points so this is going to be up to their defense their defense comes to play they'll they'll win easily but if it doesn't this could end up in a shootout and i would not be surprised about an upset here but i'm rolling with a with a philly pick here it, it's all going to come down to ken the Rams stop Swift yeah. and Hale and Hurts from running because this is the you're talking about the, the Eagles who are the number two running team in you know the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you stop them and force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball thirty to forty times, you can win the game. And on yeah. the flip side, the the Rams are the number two offense in the NFL yeah. right now. So and you're bringing back the best wide receiver on the planet. So hey, guess what? I'm taking the Rams in an upset. I like it. I like it. It's a gutsy pick, and I hope it happens. I really hope that happens. So, good pick there. We go to Bengals Cardinals. This is where we might defer because I look at this game, and it's Cincy by three. A lot of people are on the Cardinals, and I have been leaning that way ever since I saw this game. Um, I know I said I like the Jamar Chase because they have some favorable games here, but. I anticipate their offense maybe getting back on track with Chase because of the Higgins injury, even if he plays or he doesn't. Um, But team-wise, this team is still broken, and Burrow is still hurt. And Jonathan Gannon is going to have some type of game plan to apply pressure. The Cardinals' defense has been very surprisingly good, especially at blitzing the quarterback. Um, And I think he has a plan to get to Burrow to do what all the defenses have been doing uh, this season, and that's put pressure on him you know, get sacks and, and force him to, to have to, you know, try to use whatever mobility he has to get out of the pocket, which isn't a lot. So no. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. I think the Cardinals at home, defensive masterpiece by Gannon gets a win. Um, the Bengals just haven't looked good. And I think this season's going to be toast after a loss to the Cardinals. And that's what I'm going with. Okay. Listen, I, I commend you for the ballsy pick. First there. one different. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. You're going to have your second one different. I, I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, it, is, it is time. It's time for the Bengals to realize your season is on the line. Burrow said it in his press conference the other day. Like, it, it's now or you're absolutely right. This season's over. Like, they cannot afford to lose to the Cardinal. yeah. Cardinals. So, um, I really... I think T Higgins is going to man up and play with a flap mm-hmm. jacket. I mean, he's got a broken rib, you know, come on, get the hell out there and use your hands to catch the ball, run out of bounds. If you have to, you know, um, I think it's uh what should call it? I, I really do. I really like the Bengals a lot. I think that, you know, Arizona is a great story. They're playing really well. Gannon is definitely up for coach of the year just to keep this team competitive. Yeah. But I really, really like the Bengals. 
Um, the one person on the Cardinals, though, that you really got to look at, and I know he was picked up in a lot of leagues this week, is Michael Wilson has been playing very well at wide receiver well. and, yeah. and seems to be Joshua Dobbs' favorite target. So uh, definitely a must-start for that guy. Yeah, for sure. I like that a lot. So you take the Bengals. That's our second different. We'll keep it going with Jets-Broncos. Um, this is This is a huge game for the Jets. When you look at this game, they cannot afford to take a step forward with the Chiefs game and then take three steps backwards in this game yep. with a loss to the Broncos. I know they're yep. they're underdogs. The Broncos have have looked, you know, okay and and their 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 problem isn't Russell Wilson right now, which is why there's some faith on them. Um and the, you just don't know if Zach Wilson's going to just have that game Sunday night and then come back to regular Zach Wilson or he's going to actually take a step and improve. Um I like Brees Hall they said he's off his, his limited workload. Dalvin Cook has been one of the worst running backs in the league. I like him against the worst rush defense in the league in Denver to have himself a game. And I believe that will take some pressure off of Zach Wilson to still play good like he did in yes. Kansas City, but to have a run game like in the first week where they beat Buffalo. Um, and that's how they're going to win this game, um, the Jets. They have to win this game. It's a huge game to show some growth for Wilson and that they can actually have a future with him possibly. So I'm going to take them um, have some faith in Wilson to get a win. There's one other reason the Jets have to win this game. And that is the Nathaniel Hackett, yeah. Sean Payton issue. It's true. Right. You, they have been talking about and circling this game since before the season started when Sean Payton made the most ridiculous comments and most egregious comments about the former head coach and now the offensive coordinator of the Jets. If the Jets do not go out there and play for their coach, what they all are saying in unity that they are going to go kill the Denver Broncos for them, then I don't know what you could possibly you know, not get up for in the future. Th this is a must win. The Jets have to come back with a win for their morale, their growth, their coaches, and their integrity. So yeah. I'm taking the Jets too. All right, we'll both go with the Jets at 425, possibly game of the week or you know, one of the – Biggest matchups, Chiefs-Vikings. Um, in Minnesota, the Chiefs coming off a game where they looked poor with, with Mahomes playing one of his worst games. You know, we've seen him for Mahomes' standards. He looked terrible. Um, and the Vikings... Terrible. Look, the Vikings are desperate right now. They got to come out and play like a team that can beat one of the best teams in the league, which I still <laughs> have this little bit of faith that this team can do some sort of a comeback this season um, and have some sort of of competitiveness and you know Kirk Cousins is, is the leader in passing yards and passing touchdowns this year Jefferson's looked great well, he's, um they, they hit on or third down yeah. they hit on Jordan Addison like their offense has been fine um but their defense needs to lock in and maybe maybe just maybe after a Mahomes poor week this is the week to take the Vikings <laughs> to beat the Chiefs at home and that's what I'm doing um I'm gonna take the, the Vikings in a massive upset it's only three points the spread um, but it would be a it would be a season altering win to beat the Chiefs to go to uh, I believe it's Chicago yeah the, the the week after this to possibly get back to 500 it's their season on the line um, I think this team is too too talented offensively to just go out sad um, and 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 not be able to compete and beat some uh, some some good teams here uh, I like them to win. I don't know about your four, buddy, because I have Minnesota as well. Wow. Damn it. <laughs> so for a lot of the same reasons, they're at home. Cousins plays better at home. They offensively can match the Chiefs. I really don't 
like the wide receivers for Kansas City. If any team needs to do a trade before the deadline for a number one wide receiver, it's them. Like it's to the point where it's like just double cover Travis, you know, you'll be fine. And and look, Pacheco has been great the last two games, but Pacheco can be stopped, right? Yep. You just need to scheme the right gaps, you know, integrity for him. But he, I've seen games where he's run into a wall and gotten nowhere. So yeah. I just think Minnesota has everything on the line. I do believe this team is still going to vie for a playoff spot at, by the end of the year. And I just, I, I think this is a game they're going to win. All right. All right. We'll see if they're able to do it. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a tough pick. I just, I just really hope this Vikings team. And I think that they're too talented to just go out sad and, and waste yeah, another waste the season. Away. I agree. All right. We actually get to the game of the week, which the most anticipated game of the early season, Cowboys 49ers Sunday night. Um, this is the biggest game, biggest regular season game um, that Dak Prescott has ever played. I, I believe that is true. <laughs> Um, this is regular season game he's ever played. This I'll, is I'll have to go back and, and this is the biggest. One. Sure, there maybe is some games that had playoff implications later in the year that he had to go, or you know, a divisional game probably against the Eagles that were big. Yeah. But in terms of the outlook for both teams, the outlook for the Cowboys, which we said they need to strive for the number one seed, um, they need to get home field advantage to avoid some wild card road games, which they haven't been able to succeed on. Um, yep. And they need to beat their kryptonite, which is the 49ers. They've put them out of the playoffs the last two years. So it's the biggest game Dak Prescott has played in the regular season. Um, a game they were winning until Pollard broke his leg. Correct. It's a, it's a game where Dak needs to go out and, and have a successful game where he doesn't shoot himself in the foot, ha- has to get his, his, his guys the ball, um, whether it's Lamb, Gallup's been stepping up, Ferguson, um, being able to run with Pollard. They have to be able to battle the 49ers def- uh, offensively. The 49ers, even though the Cowboys defense has been incredible um, and they're going to get stops and they're going to show up and get sacks and all that, and I'm sure about that, the 49ers offense is is right now unstoppable. And mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey's going to have his way. The Achilles heel in this defense is, is the run game, and McCaffrey has just been on such a tear um, that I think he has a successful game in this, and Ayuk's been a beast. Um, even Debo, you know, this game might be one he gets involved with Gilmore maybe, you know, playing a little extra uh, carefully on Ayuk. So I believe the 49ers offense has the, you know, the success that they've been having. But this comes down to the Cowboys having just as successful of a time on offense. And I think they can do that. They have Dak, Dak Prescott's been under pressure, one of the least in the league. This offensive line should be 100% healthy with Tyron Smith returning, which gives me a lot of you know, hope for that. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think Dak, again, is going into this game with the notion that he has to win this game, with the notion that this 49ers team has to be beat if this team wants any chance of getting that number one seed. This goes out the window, you lose this game. There's so yep. much on the line. Um, I, I would love for Dak to give Brock Purdy his first loss. The 49ers have won like 12 in a row um, in the regular season. So, look, it's a homer pick, I know, but I really think the guys can get it done, and I have some faith in Dak, and I'm going to take the Cowboys on the road uh, to get a win. That that will be again, like I said, their biggest regular season game um, in Dak Prescott's career. You know, I think the first thing you got to look at is is who have the San Francisco 49ers beat, right? They yep. beat Pittsburgh, yep. the Rams, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Yep. Right. Very similar they to had, the Cowboys. 
you know, schedule. They haven't beaten beat anybody. Beaten up on crappy. Te- Both teams have beaten up on crappy teams. They've showed their dominance. Why they are so good? They're going to kill crappy teams, and now they're going to come at this head-to-head clash. Correct. Where they just, 100%. I don't, I don't think they know which, what's going to hit them. Which is why I think offensively, this is a really good game. Both defenses might give up points. It's just how yes. you know it works in the NFL with high-powered offenses. So I love 100%. the over in this game. Also, I think both teams could yep. put up thirty points. Yeah, no, it, it, it certainly, I mean, the, the over-under is 45. I love the over, right? I mean, it's probably going to be 30-something to 20, high 20s. So yeah. I really think this is a one-possession game. I, I, I just don't see either team just getting blown out. I, no, I, I, I can't find be a great game. Yeah, I can't find any way that that's going to happen. It's going to come down to three things, right? Can the, can the Cowboys run the ball? Right. Yeah. Can Pollard run the ball? They have to be able to run the ball for play action to open things up, to give Dak, you know, some time, because if he's just dropping back every time, Nick Bosa is going to kill him. Right. right. So th- that that's that's number one. Number two, our we have to get back to getting pressure on the quarterback. The, the last game that we played, even though we destroyed New England, we had one sack. Okay. Right. And and I just think we have to rattle Purdy. We have to get this guy into a game. This guy doesn't know what it's like to play in a one-possession game. Yeah, Every game he, he plays, he just sits back there and he throws his two-yard out to Christian McCaffrey and his four-yard slant you know, to Ayuk, and he's up so much that he really doesn't feel any pressure. So number th- they've got to get pressure on him. And the third thing is, no matter what, scheme to stop McCaffrey. If you stop McCaffrey, you have a much better chance if you're putting it all on Ayuk, Debo, and, and Kittle. I'll take those chances over letting McCaffrey run wild on me and put up 200 yards of offense. So if they can do those three things, I feel good. I feel like they're going to come fired up and ready to go. I think Dak's pissed and ready to go. He's ready. I just can't wait to one day where he can give that middle finger to Stephen A. I'm taking Mm -hmm. the Cowboys too. All right. Both go with the homer pick. It'll be a great game Sunday night. Monday night is Packers Raiders. Somehow, some way, the Raiders are favorite. And I love how we can finish the day with an underdog the Raiders are the worst team in football I don't know how this team can be favored in any game Jordan Love and the Packers yes after a hot start have been off to a little bit of a you know interesting last couple games they barely beat New Orleans with a you know comeback and then Jordan Love didn't look good against Detroit guess what he's gonna look good against the Raiders defense it's kind of hard not to look good against the Raiders defense it's been horrible Garoppolo in and out with with concussion. They go with him or O'Connell. It doesn't matter. They both stink. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if again, if they start losing more games, maybe Devontae Adams does go on a new team, which would be amazing to see. But mm-hmm. Packers get a healthy Aaron Jones finally in this game. You'll see him probably take a full, uh, if not, you know, almost full workload yep. there. And also Christian Watson will be in there with a full workload as well. And I believe he is a must start at you know that flex position as well. So love and, the Packers and don't, in this one to win by a good margin. And, and don't don't forget Romeo Dobbs, man. I, he's off to a great start. Yeah, he had a bunch I, you got to play him too. Yeah. Watson the person you sit is AJ Dillon, you know. But everybody, all the wide, the two wide receivers and the, and Aaron Jones, you start in a, in a, for sure. Yep. You know, plus the fact they're getting a little healthier on defense. I do. I I really like Green Bay in this game. I think that they take it to to the Raiders. I agree with you. I think the Raiders are going to be like a four win team. Uh, they're, they're not going to be Detroit. They're not going to be green Bay. All right. So we got only two, two different. My prediction Jesus, fails, Damn. but Damn. there should be two really 
good games um, in terms of, of who we pick differently. You know, if the Cardinals can actually beat the Bengals and then we'll see if the Rams, Rams can beat. do it against the Eagles. I'll be rooting for you on that one. I I'll know be you glad be. to take the loss. So No, 100%. Look. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get to see you a lot this weekend. We're going to yep. be together for the Cowboy game. Yep. So at our Hopefully friend's that brings, uh, man look, cave. The last time we were in the man cave for the mm -hmm. Cowboy game, we won by like 50 on Sunday Night Football. Would that be great? That would be amazing again. That'd it's not going to happen. Victory that cigars that would be had all around. All right. We will, see uh, we'll see you next week uh, to recap week five. Yep.